Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Soul-powered executive coach Tess Vergara addresses the conflicts many executives face between mind and heart, soul and ego. Through her coaching programs, Tess guides executives, leaders and changemakers to the shift from fear power to soul power so they can fulfil their unique mark in the world. Soul power is the revolution that helps leaders achieve financial freedom and abundance, master productivity and creativity and gain true wealth and happiness in a way that feels good and right without compromise and in a conflict. Hi Tess, welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Leanne. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm really looking forward to talking to you today, especially about our theme of the journey to find yourself. So do you want to tell everyone a little bit more about you firstly and how you got to where you are today? Oh, wow. Uh, well, I was an accountant in past life. <laughs> I was uh, an accountant for almost over 30 years and then I burnt out. I didn't know who I was anymore. I couldn't recognize myself in the mirror. I was longing for something. I didn't know what it was. And then I got into spirituality. I got into Tony Robbins. I trained myself as a coach, not to become a coach, but to help myself transform. And um, one of the things that I had to do was actually extricate myself from this, you know, the old environment, if you will, when I quit my job and I was already like half, uh, I, I was already seeing clients when I quit my job, but what helped me was really remove myself from Minneapolis and traveled so I can be with myself. And that's how I got to be me today because I'm not attached to what used to fortify me. And uh, by removing myself from the environment, from my old habits, my old patterns, from my old acquaintances, I was able to grow stronger through travel. And I, that's what I, why I agreed to come on your show is ignite your life. It's all about travel. You're all about the bucket list. And, uh, and that's one of the things I had to do was to just remove myself from the environment and really get to know myself from scratch because I, I forgot. I, I couldn't tell anymore what was my favorite food because I was always eating my kids leftover. I was single mom for 15 years. So I didn't know who I was anymore except for as a mom. And when my kids both graduated high school, I felt I graduated too, but I didn't know who I was anymore. Hopefully that answered your question. So I got into coach training and then I started coaching as soon as I saw transformation in myself. But that was not enough. Uh, I was really longing for something and I reconnected with it through travel for a couple of years. Yeah, I love that, Tess. 
And that's the thing, isn't it? We do lose ourselves because society says we have to follow this pathway and, and we tend to do it. We go along, we, we leave school, we, you know, you find a partner, you might get married or you have children and then you don't have a partner. There's like a little pathway, isn't it? And you do think suddenly, right. well, who am I? You know, the kids are growing up doing their own thing. Who am I? Right. And what do I like doing? And you think, well, what did I used to like doing? And why don't I do that anymore? So it is interesting that journey to sort of come back and find yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So you said you actually removed yourself and to, to find yourself. To tell us a bit more about that journey, how you actually made the decision to leave work and to move. Well, I think um, underneath all that was a pattern of running away because things was was very difficult. But also at the same time, I got tired. I got tired of dealing with people. It's like either they're meddling in my own affairs or I get explosive. I get, I, I got to a point where I was enraged. I was just angry. And my husband uh, described me as a match that was so sensitive, that was ready to flare up, to light up at any time. And when he gave me that mirror, I was like, oh my God, I've turned into a monster. And I so appreciated that feedback. And then I could look into myself and I saw that I was angry, but I also saw that I was angry because I was provoked. You know, it was <laughs> it was very justified anger. <laughs> and I was just, I've had it, I've had it with people. And so I wanted to run away. At first I wanted to run away to Hawaii and I could be in Hawaii and still do some coaching, right? And so that was my decision because I I got married and I thought the children would make me happy. I thought buying the house would make me happy. I thought my career as an accountant would make me happy. I thought getting remarried would make me happy. And the more I tried, the more I disappointed myself. And so I'm like, just, ah, oh, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I'm just going to go hermit in Hawaii. I bought myself a one-way uh, ticket. But before that, I went and um, my daughter, the second one who graduated high school, what she wanted was a, a trip to Europe. And it was her graduation gift. And I was also uh, sending her there to school to London, which didn't happen, but that was how I got to that. So it was a lot of running away and it was also, uh, I think divine intervention because if my daughter didn't plan for that trip to Europe, I, I don't know that I would have. I don't know that I would have given myself that luxury of exploring and discovering myself. And, and it's interesting when we give ourselves that space, it's usually because something's happened, isn't it? I mean, yeah. we tend to wait till something traumatic happens or challenging happens or, you know, it could be divine intervention or something. But instead of just looking forward ourselves and thinking about ourselves, we, we wait for that moment, don't we? Mm -hmm. No, I, I was a single mom mentality back then. I was so, um, I, I react more than plan ahead. Um, so, when things happen, I'm good at it. I can make a bad situation good. That that was my expertise as a single mom, you know, turn things over and make it positive. But for me to volunteer and say, I'm going to go to Europe, oh, no. <laughs> That's going to cost a lot of money, you know. 
that's it. And we do let things come up like money and time and not it's not the right time. You know, it's always something, isn't it, that we make excuses and, and don't do it. And it, it's so much yeah. more, if we really want to do it, we can find the money or we can find the time, can't we? Right, exactly. And I had so many excuses. I was so hard-headed. I was so stubborn that I had to endure quite a bit of cosmic spanking, <laughs> cosmic two by four, just to get me to stop and listen. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a bit more about when you did stop and listen. What sort of things did you start doing? How did you actually change your life around? How did I change my life around? Well, the, the traveling first was a big uh, insight into myself because even though it was a bittersweet moment, what happened was I was supposed to be with my children. Well, here, well, let me back up a little bit. My plan was to go to Hawaii by myself and, and I was so prepared for that mentally and all that. But what happened was when we went to Europe first for two months, my daughter had to go home and wait for her visa to, to, to come. And so I was left, and then my other daughter was, because she was already working for the summer, she was just gonna join me for a month. But my other daughter had to go home and wait for her visa. And I was like, what am I gonna do with myself? And then the sense of abandonment, the, the feeling of, oh my God, why have you forsaken me? Those were all things that were always at the back of my mind, even as a young child that uh, went up into the surface so I could look at it. But it was so difficult to confront it. I didn't want to admit that I have sense of abandonment. But when I was there in Europe and all of a sudden I'm in this foreign country all by myself and I didn't know what kind of egg I want, it was confronting it was a very triggering and I couldn't run away because I was running away <laughs> so that was that was a really big mirror given to me to okay what do I need to do here it's not the end of the world I, you know so I still have that capacity to turn things around but I also couldn't run away from the situation I had to face me and discover me. So I think that insight to myself and really that insight, the, what you're seeking is seeking you. That was so true for me. Like this is what I want to discover myself, to, to free myself, to experience life, to, to be more of who I'm meant to be. And why am I sad? Why is it such a bittersweet moment? So I had to keep checking and, and apply what I've learned from coaching into that expansion of more. And so that was very important, I think, in my whole, how I started with trusting myself, being confident, really letting go. Well, what do you mean letting go? What, what do you let go, right? And so those are all very practical. Like if I don't get on the train, I get... <laughs> <laughs> I don't get anywhere again. So it was like a lot of uh, minute by minute lessons of be here, being here right now, be present, be, uh, become aware of what's happening around you, become aware of what's what you're feeling, and be truthful with what <laughs> with your feelings. You can't run away anymore. That that's the thing. I, I'm running away 
but I couldn't run away anymore and I had to confront myself. Mm. And that right there, that brutal honesty was a very, very helpful. And also the change of pace. Here in America, it's like, boom, boom, boom. You know, like from one, you, you can't even breathe, right? So you're just from one job to another, from being a parent to working to, you know, it's just, oh. then all of a sudden I'm in Europe, I'm sitting at a restaurant and I'm like, where's my bill? And the, and the, uh, the waiter is like, just hold your horses, it'll come, enjoy. <laughs> you know, like, come on, I got places to go to. I just want my bill. I want to get out of here. You'll get the, your bill will come to you. <laughs> but wow, just the slowing down of time was a lot in the beginning. And then I went to Hawaii. It slowed <laughs> even more. It's like, Okay, so those are the things that really help me appreciate what's happening, being in the now, being present, and also being aware of what's going on in my mind, what's going on in my thoughts, how I'm showing up, and, and in bringing that all together and finding myself all over again. Yeah, I love how there's a couple of things that come up there. Especially like I was a little bit like you, I would run away from situations. That was my go-to. You know, don't just get away, just run away because I don't want to confront these things. And I do write about that a little bit in my book and that because what I was like was putting my head in the sand. It's been like an ostrich. Put your head in the sand. I just don't want to know if I confront myself, I might find out too many things or I might not like it. And but once you do actually start, you know, slowing down and listening to yourself and finding out more about yourself, it does totally change know how you look on life and it, it can actually give you that moment where wow I can really appreciate what's going on now rather than keeping myself so busy so I didn't have to look at things so I really love how you brought that up the other thing is especially when I do my bucket listing stuff this is why I talk about it because if you push yourself out of that comfort zone if you do things that's something that's different you find out more about yourself you're definitely a different person on the other side of ticking that item off and to me, that's a huge thing is that you'll have, have something to keep pushing yourself and, and growing, as you say, because yes, in coaching, we learn a lot of stuff, but a lot of people don't know that, do they? So it's important mm -hmm. to have something that they can always be growing or always finding out, oh, this is who I am now. And I love right. this person. And it's so, you know, to learn from books, to read about it, the self-improvement thing, um, they're great, but unless you're in that situation and really seeing yourself take risk, take the leap of faith, it's, I mean, it's its just amazing. There was one time in, in France, and this is why my relationship with the angels or higher self or higher being was so present at that time when I was traveling is because I got exposed into situations where I'm a woman, a single woman, I could have been at risk, but because of my faith and because of me starting to get into the intuitive side, it, and then it actually happens and, and none of the dangers, you know, the mind can actually drive me crazy or don't go there, don't do that, da, 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 da right? It, it can really uh, spin me, but because of that, taking the moment to re really just be present, then a new 
uh, wisdom, a new intelligence, a new insight can come in, a higher perspective. And then when you watch it actually happen, there was one time I almost was, I knew I was cutting it close to get on my train, but I was just so loving the place, like everywhere I go is like, oh my God, this is such a beautiful place. And then the train goes to another another city. Oh my God. And then there's no comparison between the two. So I was in that moment of, oh my God, I oh my God, you know, it's such, so many beautiful places in Europe. So I was in that moment and I decided, no, uh, my, my sense is I need to be here and explore some more. And then it's like someone or something tapped me, but I was alone. I was, I was doing this by myself. It's time. It's time to get on, uh, to go and get transportation to go on the, get somewhere to go on my train. And so in my mind, I, I, I did this. I, I raised a, a, how do you call it? Hailed. I hailed a taxi cab in my head. And I did that motion. And within a minute, there was a taxi cab. And when that happened, I'm like, oh, my God. That experience of oneness was so amazing. And there was, I, there was nothing I couldn't there's nothing that I could do wrong from that moment on. It's because I could feel really supported. I could feel really safe. And I couldn't do that if I hadn't taken a risk. Did that make sense? I know I... <laughs> no, it definitely makes sense. I love that. Now, it's so true. Just pushing yourself out of there, trusting your intuition, it, it can totally change You know who you are and how you actually view things that are going on around you. So I love that. So tell us just, you know, we've got a few more minutes. Just what are some of the adventures that you've had that have pushed you out of your comfort zone that you've really enjoyed? Because I know you've had lots of different adventures when you were over in Europe and that, but what's something that stands out for you? As far as travel or? Yeah, it could be travel or what you did over there. What stood out for me for the travel was that it's more, um, that was when I was, into the 1111, the spiritual, I, I, I learned about spiritual awakening. I took a course. That's how I got trained. That was my very first coaching training is spiritual awakening. But when I could see numbers and uh, synchronicities happen and uh, everything, like I could have uh, missed my flight but everything felt like it slowed down so I could catch it. It's like, I, it's like once you experience it, you cannot unsee it. It's like you can really see that the universe is conspiring for your good. It's not just something I highlighted in a textbook anymore. It was actually happening in my life. So if anything stood out, it was that. And also there was a, an experience with the Pope. Um, I had... You know, I grew up Catholic and that uh, Catholics are heavily guilted. <laughs> so even though I thought I cleared myself of some guilt, when I heard the Pope, and I didn't, I don't mean this to sound religious or anything, but it's, it's that whatever you need is given to you once you're ready for it. So the Pope talked about how second marriages and how the children from second marriages 
um, are treated differently in church. And when he said that these children from second marriage or outside the first marriage should be embraced by the community instead of pushed, I was like tears. I felt like, um, like I wasn't waiting for him to absolve me of my sins for my second marriage. But when I actually heard it, mm. it was a very freeing too. So, and it's like, how did he know that I needed to hear that? And, and this is a sea of people, right? That there was, I don't know, maybe 500 people um, all listening to him, all wanting to touch him, right? <laughs> I, I was way in the back, but I was, I was crying when I heard that. And it was exactly the message that I needed to hear whether or not I was a practicing Catholic. Mm, yeah, I love that. Yeah, just being open to a message too, isn't it? Just allowing yourself to, to be open to whatever comes. I think that's really important too because we've, yeah. if we become too busy, we block off all those messages. We block off that intuition that might tell us to go a different way or, you know, try something new. So it's important just to be open in those moments and totally present. So I love that. Well, Tess, thank you so much for talking to me today. I've loved it. I love your passion for all this and finding yourself in adventures and that. So if anyone wants to find out more about you, where's the best place for them to go? Uh, please visit my website, tessvergara.com. That's T-E-S-S-V-E-R-G-A-R-A.com. And yeah, I also have a podcast called uh, Soul Power to the People Podcast. And that's where I also took a leap of faith and um, you're really using my voice and you're really using all the experiences um, that I've shared because I wouldn't be that bold to talk about rising above crimes against humanity um, if I haven't also done that inner journey to self because that, that's what gives me confidence and boldness to speak about things that matters. And I feel that we can no longer not look at the crimes of humanity that's happening right now and it's being perpetrated uh, and perpetrated and uh, we can't turn a blind eye on it anymore and I invite you to uh, catch me on that podcast too thank you <laughs> excellent well thank you so much Tess thank you Leanne Igniters Tess shows the power of slowing down and finding out who you really are and what you want it's so freeing to be able to do this if you want to find out more about Tess, go to her website, tessvergara.com. For more about living the bucket list life so you can become a new you, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.